What's up, gamers? It's episode 14 of Press Y. My name is Kelton Burns, and I'm joined by Cameron Donahoe. And I am joined with Kelton Burns, and I am Cameron Donahoe. Just joined up with you guys today to bring you some some news. So yeah, let's get into it, guys. The Unity, Let's get into it! Let's get into it. The Unity President... Ride! Let's ride! <laughs> We're riding. Hi. The Unity president, guys, if you remember last month, Unity had, there was just a big mess with that. Um, they tried to walk back some of the comments, but they've lost a lot of developers' trust. And now the CEO, chairman, and president is stepping down, John Richard Tiello. Uh, he had been in the role since 2014. So, yeah, I guess maybe that'll try to signal the developers that, you know, they're, they regret what they did. But I don't know. I feel like the damage has been done with uh with unity so yeah fuck unity me and my homies hate unity so yeah <laughs> so yeah unity <laughs> president stepping down next up we got more bad news so Gollum, if you guys go. remember Gollum from data lake entertainment came out uh, a couple months ago we talked briefly about it it was a disaster uh, a new recent report came out from german publication game 2 who spoke to over 32 people who worked on the Gollum game uh some of the details that came out in that report include enforcing uncompensated overtime, attempts to pay staff below minimum wage, and a toxic work environment. The game also cost under $16 million to make while maintaining an environment of fear in the workplace. It was revealed that the apology that the team released after the negative reception to the game was written by ChatGPT without the development team's knowledge or consent. And these allegations have been denied by Data Lake Entertainment uh, within that report. But... Uh, yeah, it sounds like a lot of those accounts have been uh, like double-checked by other sources. So, I-, I can't believe the development team behind my favorite game, Gollum, uh, something something, Lord of the Rings, it had a toxic work environment. That's such a such a bummer. And also for those listeners at home, I don't know if you know this, but I I too am an employer. And Kelton is uh, an underling of mine. So I'm kind of the boss of this whole thing. And so what I try to do to keep the office running smoothly, just a constant state of fear. <laughs> just a constant state of fear. I want Kelton looking behind his shoulders at all times. I'm barely paying him. I'm giving him, instead of uh, money, I give him those like uh, those little arcade tickets. And then he can like go to this little booth that I have where there's like little moldy pieces of cheese and like fruit with a bunch of flies around it and you can trade those tickets in for food and I like I think it's really important that he's like shackled to something at all all times that way he doesn't get free so that's this just the little things that like me and the good people at Gollum try to you know do to maintain a nice work-life balance for our employees unfortunately for me but luckily for these people, Data Lake Entertainment is not going to be making any more games. So hopefully, this just uh, doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. See, I do. I honestly, uh, side tangent. I never thought a Gollum game sounded like a fun time. I don't think anyone did. Dude, no. But I that's don't think the thing. Anyone? I was listening to these people talk 
about this the other day, and everyone was like, man, like, they're just sitting on gold. Like, a Gollum <laughs> game would have been so great. Like, it just sounds like such a great idea, and they just, like, really shit the bed on it, and it could have been so great. And I was, like, really sitting there kind of racking my brain, like, how could a Gollum <laughs> game be fun? I want to be that little slimy guy that beats fish to death with yeah, his hands. The worst character in, like, all of Lord of the Rings. And mm. I don't want to be dealing with him more than I need to. I don't want to <laughs> be playing as him. He makes me pretty uncomfortable just to look at, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And I've never once been like, get me in the shoes of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> get me behind the wheel. I want to do that. Let's do that. <laughs> I want, like, a Metal Gear solid stealth golem game. <laughs> but unfortunately, that they just didn't hit the mark on that game, and it sounds like it was an absolute nightmare behind the scenes. So... I guess in the theme of Gollum himself, right? Because Gollum has such a terrible time throughout his that whole is, part of the story. <laughs> that is true. So, um, cursed character. I, he, here's an idea, Kelton. So, obviously, the stealth game did work out for Dynamic Lick, or whatever it's fucking called. But what if they made a, a Gollum kart racer? Hmm? I mean, what it might be, it'd probably be more fun, right? I think it would. I'd say, I'd say go for it. It's such a great character, such a great IP. May as well do some kart racing. Dude, Gollum's kart would probably be like his little boat that he like. His tiny little boat. Put some tiny little wheels on his tiny little boat. Yeah. He could throw fish and trash at people. Try to <laughs> strangle them. <laughs> That'd be a good time. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. Kart racer. I think that's obviously a home run. So clearly they just chose the wrong genre for such an uh, iconic character. I'm just going to pack in some more negative news into the front half of the episode since it's probably a good idea. You like to keep I don't think it. there's nearly enough negative news <laughs> so far. You like, dude, that's a, every week it feels like recently is just like. It's been a rough October for sure. It's kind of thematic, you know, when you think about it. It's very spooky, scary layoffs. Ooh. But all right, Telltale, guys, Telltale Games, the, the uh, development studio behind The Walking Dead and. Wolf Among Us and uh, Tales from the Borderlands and and Game of Thrones. They apparently have just gone through a ton of layoffs uh, earlier this week. Telltale Games cinematic artist Jonah Huang revealed on Twitter that he had been laid off from the studio in early September, and the tweet stated that Telltale laid most of us off. So Telltale then confirmed that layoffs have occurred, but not how many people were let go, and they also confirmed that they still have plans to release Wolf Among Us 2 so, don't know how many people are still working there, but I guess they still got games in the chamber. If you guys remember, Telltale completely closed uh, several years ago. Just out of the blue, they ran out of money and just had to fire all their staff. And then I believe uh, the company behind The Walking Dead, like the comic, bought them up to have them continue finishing that storyline and then decided to keep them going with more games. But now it sounds like... Uh, the rest of their staff kind of start also be laying off. So I guess Telltale, man, they must just not turn enough of a profit or something. Yeah, every I feel like working on Telltale for the past seven years has been a fucking roller coaster ride. Just because, like you said, they like disbanded, they got back to get, and then they got bought out again, and then now they're this is happening. Uh, like it's such a shame because I really like almost every Telltale game that's been released. Um, but yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I haven't played any of their games, like the newer games since they were repurchased or remade or whatever. Um, but 
I, I didn't. I heard good things about the ending of The Walking Dead, but yeah, yeah, it's a shame to see more layoffs just across. Did they the were they was the new Telltale responsible for the Batman games? Um, I don't think so. Never mind. I was gonna say those were pretty solid. Yeah, those might have been some of the last games of the the old Telltale. But anyway, mm. that was all the negative news for today. I might have missed some, but we're just gonna cut it there. Next up, guys, Dave the Diver is getting a content update. I'm so excited for this. Quality of life updates are included. There's going to be new lobsters. There's going to be new fish. There's going to be new missions, new characters, new customers, new late game content, new auto farming feature. So you don't have to visit your farm every day and check on all your crops. New bosses. Like, just so much wow. stuff's coming to Dave the Diver. I'm hyped. It's a free update. That's basically like a whole DLC. That's not even like an update. That's yeah. wild. For any of those of you who are on the fence about jumping into Dave the Diver, just more reason to jump into it now. Things are just getting better and better. I'm really excited. I'm going to wait till the, the Switch drops, the Switch release. So I'm really fucking stoked for it. It's 11 days out. It's 23rd, right? Oh, yeah. I'm fucking, I'm very excited. Get ready to dive with Dave. I'm gonna I'm gonna get very close with Dave. We're gonna be very very close pals. Man, every time I hear someone go like, "Oh, I've started playing Dave the Diver," I'm always like, "Dude, nice." <laughs> Congratulations, man! I'm really happy for you. Like, there's no way that once you start, you're gonna be able to put it down. So then I'll see them again in like a week or two, and I'll be like, "How's Dave the Diver?" And they'll be like, "Oh man, I've been playing it so much. I'm so deep into that game. It's so much fun." They just look like their hair is all haggard and they haven't showered in like four days and they're like i've never i've never been happier i've never been happier i know the look before i even ask the question i'm like oh dave's got them in their grips <laughs> they've been diving they've been diving cooking up sushi it's a good life the life of dave <laughs> anything else <laughs> an activision internal meeting took place this week it was hosted by james corden and Ugh. Activision CEO Bobby Kotick. Yeah, so I guess Activision hired James Corden to come host their internal meeting. Uh, so from Wait, what, what? Just a meeting? Yeah, so from what I understand... the Like there was an office meeting, and they're like, James Corden, take it away. Well, Activision's such a big company, Activision Blizzard, that they probably were on stage. I think it's just a CEO and James Corden on stage talking about the future of Activision. Um Fuck. So, of the topics they discussed, they talked about how AI is going to be more and more involved in the future of Activision's games, and that AI is going to enable them to do things they've never done before, like introduce a new dimension of emotional connection that they've not yet mastered. Mmm, taste. Uh, Kotick also brought up Elon Musk's Neuralink as an example of technological advancement he's keen to see develops. Are you familiar at all with Neuralink? No. Isn't that the the one that involves putting chips in our brains? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like terrifying. VR in your brain. So, yeah, Bobby Kotick, Activision CEO, said he's excited about the concept of, like, VR games where you don't have to touch a controller and you can just control it all in your, bri in your brain. Uh, that is terrifying. You know what that sounds like? Cancer. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to give me some kind of cancer or some kind of brain bleed. Yeah, and also I, like, I love I love Super Hot and Beat Saber. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want them to have to do brain surgery on me in order to play them without a controller. I'm, That's all I'm saying. I'm really excited by the concept of like VR in your brain, like a brain chip or whatever. But like, what's gonna be the cost to get a chip installed in your brain? And like, with how 
fast technology developments develops, especially with like a new form of technology, like a like a brain chip. Like, how often are you going to want to upgrade from like the Neuralink one to the Neuralink two? Like, how many brain surgeries are you going to be going in? Yeah, bro. Fucking Apple wants to change my charging port like every other year. Uh, what the fuck are they going to be doing with the hardware they're putting into my brain? Call me old fashioned, but I don't want to have chips in my brain if they aren't necessary I want <laughs> for recreational purposes brain. alone Kellen you worry me you you worry me a lot Activision is kind of a scary source for the chip because it's like am I going to wake up in the morning and like there's going to be an ad for like a 299 gun skin in my vision like off to the left like such a microtransaction hungry source it'd be kind of a I- <laughs> I don't know if there's a good source for brain chips, if I'm being quite frank. Dude. But especially not Activision. <laughs> but like he's saying, being able to play a video game without a controller, like... Man, I don't mind controllers. I like I like a good controller. They're fun. You can decorate them. You can put stickers on them. And they don't give me any kind of bleeds in my brain. They don't. You don't have to knife open my brain and then shove something in there. It just allows me to pick up a controller. It's a good time. I'm not going to need a screen, a controller. All I need is a solid internet connection to my brain. Mm-hmm. Just find me mm-hmm. in a dark, wet room. And you're going to have tumors all up in that thing. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. It's going to be such a good time. Your brain is going to be considerably more lumpy. <laughs> Due to the fucking radiation that's coming off your goddamn new Xbox chip. We only use like 10% of our brains, right? They can carve out some of the other shit, put the chip in there. <laughs> it's chill. I'm sure there's some just dead space that they can just <laughs> carve out. So, yeah. I don't I don't need my medulla obligata to fucking carve it out. More on that soon. Uh, they also brought up how with the new resources that they're at their disposal as a result of getting acquired by Microsoft, they're going to be able to pursue new projects that they weren't able to pursue before. And the big name that was dropped as a project that they'd like to pursue, and now they have the resources to do so, was Guitar Hero. So a new Guitar Ooh. Hero may be in the works. If you don't remember, Guitar Hero, I think the last one came out around 2018, 2017, and it didn't sell well enough according to Activision's standards, so they laid off the whole studio. Uh, they got axed. Those but, fucking rocking legends. Yeah. I wonder how much money they they like wanted Guitar Hero to make. They also started, Guitar Hero started going down a weird route where the controller was like trying to be like teach you how to play the real guitar i just want the guitar hero with the classic you know if they really want to up the ante they could like introduce like a dj or like a keyboardist and like combine that all into one game kind of like a rock band situation but i don't think they really Mm. need to like change up the formula of the rock band guitar controller like i don't see how that could improve that much they should introduce like a light rigging team where you like rig lights That'd be sick. Dude, side tangent. House lights. I was at a... Stage lights. I was at a Tenacious D concert. Stage left lights. I was at a Tenacious D concert. Maybe like a nice amber colored one. And at the end of the show, Jack Black had every, like, musician do a solo. Like, the the drummer, both guitarists, the bassist. Uh, Even he did a solo singing. But then at one point he goes, lighting guy solo. And then suddenly, like... (laughs) 
the like the drummer is still doing like a steady little beat, but the lights just start going crazy. Like every light starts turning on, lights start doing crazy stuff. There's all this flashing, like all this crazy. He's like, "Yeah, lighting guy solo." But you guys have never seen one of these before. Uh, I was like, "Wow, dude, there's dude, a lighting that's guy." Sick. <laughs> See, you could do that. That'd be dope. That'd be a dope new addition to Guitar Hero. What I think a fucking awesome new addition to a new Guitar Hero game would be is backwards compatibility with your dusty ass guitar hero controllers that you just have like in your fucking garage somewhere i don't have any of those i have so many of i know a lot of people that just like have these old relics and uh it'd be great to be able to dust off the old axe and there's absolutely no way that these that these this company who wants to make money is going to try to make it so you don't have to buy something new. You know, sometimes it's not about the money, Kelton. Sometimes it's about the smile and rocking and rolling. And I feel like the good people at Activision agree with me there. And that's why they laid off their entire team last time because they didn't make enough money or enough smiles. Or you get Neuralink installed and you don't even need the guitar controller. You could just be air guitaring. Yeah, and you just live in a vegetative state for the rest of your life. That would be sick. That would be dope. Air guitar. You get the fucking guitar hero version of being lobotomized. That'd be... (laughs) Like the Matrix, but you're playing guitar hero. Yeah, you could be playing Barracuda for the rest of your life. That'd be rad. And through the fire and the flames, we carry on. (laughs) So, next up. Every year, Cameron, Minecraft hosts an event since 2017 where uh, players can vote for new mobs to join the game. So they'll usually present... Moms? Mobs. Monsters. Mobs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all monsters. Sometimes they're just animals. But usually there'll be like three to four choices, and players will vote on which one they want to join the game. And whatever one wins, the development team will then develop that mob, that creature, and add it mm. into the game. Is the um, new monster Jeff Bezos? He's kind of spooky. Not this year. He kind of looks like a skeleton. You're close, though. This year, we saw a crab, a penguin, and an armadillo. Nice. Uh, and All terrifying beasts. So, whenever these mob votes take place, big community movements will start rising around each each option. What are you uh, raising for? The crab, the penguin, or the armadillo? Oh, um... Oh, man. That is kind of rough, because these are kind of all animals I really enjoy. Uh... I, I kind of like a funky little armadillo. I, I My heart wants to say crab, but my brain wants to say armadillo. So we're going with the brain. You know, it's... No chips in that brain. No, it's a chipless brain, man. You can trust it. It's not in the pockets of, of Activision. Um, I like an armadillo. It's practical. It's cute. You can turn into a ball. Any animal with a ball mode, I think, is pretty cool. I'm going with penguin, dude. You basic happy bitch. feet surfs you up basic little bitch march the penguins so yeah this these these votes though this one in particular has now caused a massive backlash because <laughs> players are upset that uh these votes get all fucked around because like mate let's say the crab consensusly is like becoming the most popular option among players some popular YouTubers will then try to create anti counter movements and be like actually now we're voting for the armadillo and then all these YouTube army people will come and vote for the armadillo, which might eclipse out the crab and become the winner. So some Minecraft players are like, that's not fair. That's not like an organic way to get to garner votes. And then mm. other players are just upset that like, 
why are you guys teasing us that we could have got a penguin and now we're never going to get a penguin because the crab won? Like, why not add all of it? Because Minecraft mm. is getting less and less updates uh, the more it goes, like the, the older the game is. So it's a very old game. So now these a crab, a penguin, and armadillo might be some of the only content updates that they're getting for the year. So a change.org petition was begun. As of recording this, it currently has 419,000 signatures demanding that Minecraft stop holding these mob votes and instead of teasing content that will never come to the game, just update the game more frequently and add all of these to the game. Yeah. So, I feel like it's not that intensive to add like three new animals. I have no experience programming or developing, so I <laughs> could be talking out of my ass. But it is just three little blocky guys. Like, aren't they just basically skins? If you remember, though, Cameron also said earlier that he likes to hold me in a toxic workplace environment below minimum wage. That is true. And give me food that coupons. Is true. That's probably the same conditions that he wants the Minecraft You could, okay, Mojang, under. hear me out. You could expedite this process by stopping payment on your employees and chaining them to desks. I also have a great ticket system. I don't know if you heard about that. But it would cut costs and get that armadillo, that penguin, and that crab in that game by the end of Christmas. Just saying. End of the month, probably. What do you think they should do in response to this? Because they're holding a fun little community thing to, to, to garner engagement and interest in Minecraft, where the players choose what comes to the game. But now they've, they've mm. seen the dirty undercurrent of what they've begun. <laughs> I like I like the idea of like voting on new additions to the game, um, and I get I like I, jokes aside I do get like not uploading everything because that could be a lot to work on and they might want to be working on other projects rather than focusing on adding a whole bunch of new animals to the game. Um, I like it honestly. I think it's uh, it's a fun idea to get the the audience engaged and if the audience does some sus shit like rig the votes it's not really on mojang that's on the the people themselves um but i think it's it's it means well and i think it's uh, like a fun way to interact with your uh player base like i would love for like if apex was like do you guys want to vote on what we could be getting next update that'd be cool i would like definitely want to vote on that yeah, I'm kind of torn because Fortnite used to hold these votes on skins. It would just be two options, and they did it like uh -huh. four times. I think it was in Chapter Two, Season Two. They mm -hmm. would hold. They'd be like, "Do you want this skin or this skin?" And there would always be like, uh, like a girl, sexy girl skin, and then there'd be like a more of a funny skin, and uh -huh. the girl skin would win every time. So yeah. like, I started getting frustrated. So I'm like, I don't give a fuck about those skins. I want the like, I want the like funny looking bush thing. Um, and there was backlash and there was people that were upset and there was movements that would start raising and being like, vote for this, vote for this, vote for this. And then whatever side lost would always be kind of like jaded a little bit. Cool. And I think that's the downside is that you inherently are going to make part of your gamer base jaded when their shit doesn't win. I think Fortnite solved this by eventually just adding the other one in. It would just be like, oh, okay, whatever won the vote will come in. And then a couple months later or a month or whatever later, we'll add in the other one. So you guys are kind of just voting on what comes first. I think that is a good compromise, is, like, expediting the one that people want the most. But also, like, inherently, 
you just with having a game in general you're gonna have people that are jaded and people that like don't really gel with the game and stuff yeah what have you been playing this week you know i don't think i played any video games this week i've been insanely 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 busy actually no i played some mario kart so mario kart i've been i uh me and my partner have been playing a decent amount of mario kart she is so 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 much better than me and i've been very truly humbled by uh mario kart because i've always played mario kart against like my my nieces and nephews my grandparents my mom and dad and i am a god i am simply untouchable when i play mario kart against those people because they don't know how to use the controller and i have played against my partner recently and i am not a god i am just a, a lowly little peasant who gets absolutely shit on on rainbow road Dude, I feel the same way, honestly. I was like, it's I, rough. I used to feel like I was extremely, like, exceptionally good at Mario Kart. And then I went over to a friend's house and I played against uh, these, like, this group of girls that was, like, five years younger than me. And uh-huh. my first race against them, because we played a pre, I lost. Like, I came in, like, eighth place and they were, like, first, second, and third. And I was like, oh, okay, like, there must have been some, like, flaw. Like, I must have made some, like, dire mistake or whatever. Like, maybe I chose the wrong cart or something. Like, something, like, something wasn't adding up there's no way that i would just yeah. be losing this hard so we, we next race i lose as hard as again and i'm like wait what the fuck like, something's wrong like i'm not that doesn't make sense i shouldn't be losing in this scenario like i'm a fucking gamer <laughs> yeah next race lose again <laughs> and then i like next race lose again do another pre i like copy their build <laughs> i'm like all right let's do this again i lose again i'm like oh my god i'm actually just not good at this game and this these people are just so skilled like they play Mario Kart regularly. It's one of their main games. They play it a lot. They have it on rotation. And they just n- know how to play the game to a higher degree than I do. And I just had to accept. I was like, damn, I'm not the Mario Kart player that I thought I was. Like, It's a truly humbling experience. Because I grew up playing a fuckload of Mario Kart, let me tell you. But like, I, I definitely dropped off when Mario Kart 8 came. And I would like play it at parties and whatnot, and I would do okay. But like playing against someone who like consistently plays Mario Kart is just... I another experience opening yeah it is it's a whole other ball game baby did you We're not see it on the ds download play anymore did you see what's coming to fortnite no as part of the halloween skins we're getting alan wake jack skellington nice. and michael yeah. myers oh those are good michael I, myers I respect the those skins i've always wanted to see michael myers with a fucking m16 in his head hitting the that is <laughs> That is up there. Jack on, Skellington, the shotgun, bang, bang, bang. I'm the I'm the pumpkin king, bitch. I uh, hopped back into Final Fantasy 16 for the first time in a while. Beat a boss, and I was reminded by oh my god, the boss fights in that game are so incredible. The final fi- like is that the MMO? No, Final Fantasy 16, the recent uh kind of like Game of Thrones inspired. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. Like suddenly I was like controlling this monster with fire wings fighting this dragon in space fucking blasting dude like it's just like the grand scale of some of these boss fights is just unparalleled it feels like a like just a crazy anime like like it feels like Dragon Ball Z but like fantasy monsters say what uh, you will about Final Fantasy but they do know their way around a boss fight 
And the music, you got the orchestra with, like, the people chanting. Yeah, the music is almost always top-notch. And then it drops to, like, an emotional piano, but in the middle of super intense boss fight, but the emotional piano grounds you in some type of, like, sadness about what's occurring in front of you. But then the characters talk, and it is mind-numbing. Joshua! (laughs) Joshua! (laughs) They also cuss a ton. Really? Like way more in this game than before. And people comment on it, like, maybe it's the Game of Thrones influence, or I don't know. But, like, they are constantly cur- cursing. Like, Do they say fuck? Yeah. Like, more, they say fuck constantly, which is kind of funny to me. And it's, like, relatable, right? Because, like, oh, the dragon opens up its mouth and a giant fucking a million beams are coming at you. And your character's just like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's pretty entertaining. That... That is kind of like culture shocking because like I just like I haven't seen any Final Fantasy. I've seen Final Fantasy characters say like "Ah, oh, damn" in hell, but uh, like like biblical style swearing, but never fucking holy fuck. Yeah, <laughs> just like I've never seen like Sid like lose his goddamn mind. Yeah, dude, that occurs a lot. I heard some people play it in Japanese, and then you might avoid that issue. But uh, I like the English voice actors. They pulled some Game of Thrones actors. And, uh, did they actually? They did, yeah. There was yeah, the Game of get? Thrones, uh, some Night's Watch guy. Just some random. <laughs> no, he's not random. random. Night's Watch member he plays, four. He plays Sid. Uh, <laughs> you'll, you recognize his voice when you hear it. He has a really distinct, super, super gravelly voice. Well, guys, by next week when we release the next episode, it'll be coming out on the same day as Spider-Man and Super Mario Wonder. So more on those soon. And me of uh, Kelton would have beaten them by then. So Ghost Runner two we'll comes out then. after that. Yeah, we'll see you then. We will see you then. It's been a good guy run, guys. Happy yeah. Get some brain happy chips. Happy Halloween. <laughs> hey, ha- happy October third to Friday the thirteenth. It is yeah. Friday the thirteenth. Get a brain chip. Ooh. Join me on the brain chip. Don't get laid off. Let's get brain chips instead. Yes. <laughs> Spooky little brain chips. <laughs> the ease that you can drop into that voice is like unsettling. This this here, this is a facade. I'm really a narrator for goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> All right guys, catch you next week. <laughs>